0: here we go everybody welcome to another edition of the kings of anglia track the girls talk podcast proudly sponsored by john fowler's solicitors big up mark kennedy as ever for his support on the pod we've got another jam-packed show for you i'm joined as ever by my co-host and town woman skipper blue wilson and we are joined by a special guest two goal scorer lucy o'brien discuss all things this is town woman blue always a pleasure thanks for joining
1: me how's things Oh, good. Thank you, Ross. Currently on a study course at the minute um, for my accountancy qualification. So it's been a long day, but I'm glad to be back on the pod. Um, managed to fit in. I'm a celeb last night. It's, it was actually the only episode that I watched the whole se- or the whole series, but I just knew that Jill Scott was going to bring it home, so I had to watch it. Um, but yeah, big up Jill Scott. How's your week been?
0: It's been good. Yeah, it's been good. So a lot of games to get through. Of course, we had the, the double header on the weekend. The men and the women's team both playing on Sunday. The women kicked off with a win. And I thought it was going to match. The scoreline was going to match. Both teams winning 3-0, but then the men scored the fourth. But yeah, you can't, can't complain with that because they're both into the hat for the third round. And of course, we had the draw for the both teams. But we'll get onto to that later. Let's bring in our, our special guest. Lucio O'Brien, how are you doing?
2: I'm very well, thank you. I've had a good week.
0: Good, that's good. And yeah, very good week indeed, Blue, because you scored two goals on the weekend. we we'll want have a little catch-up, Lucy, because um, you've had, um, probably not the start of the season you wanted, you know, you've been on the sidelines, but you've made a return the last few weeks. Um, let's talk about the injury quickly. How how, how has that been? Um, and just, yeah, give us a little catch-up.
2: Yeah, so it was kind of, it carried over from last season. Um, and then in pre-season, I kind of, it kind of flared up again. Um and you know I needed to get it sorted because it had kind of been quite a long, a long thing. Um, so yeah, I unfortunately had to miss a few months. Um, it was a tear in my meniscus, so I think I rested for about two months, did nothing, and then it was kind of just over a month building it back up, getting back on the pitch, non-contact, then contact, um, and then returning to play. But yeah, it's feeling good now, which is the main thing.
0: And I was um, I was asking in the green room, you know, that's, that is it, this is your first ever sort of long-term injury, uh, your big injury. Um, what was that like, the rehab and everything like that, and just knowing you can't be playing football?
2: Yeah, it wasn't great, to be honest. I think the biggest injury I'd had prior was a rolled ankle. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't enjoyable, but I think it was made a lot easier by the fact, as disappointing as it was for the team, there was quite a few of us in rehab at the same time. I think kind of at the beginning of the season, it was just me and Sarah in the gym, and then Kind of a few weeks in, there was six, seven, eight of us in there all together. So although it wasn't great for the team, it did certainly help the rehab and kind of we were all able to support each other and it made it easier.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, Blue, there was one stage, there was a lot of people in the treatment room um, and I'm sure Joe was like scratching his head like, what am I going to do? I've got all these players and definitely in that position. uh, What was Lucio like in in the treatment room and doing rehab?
1: Yeah, although it was quite nice to have company, um, it wasn't the greatest because (laughs) Obviously, it meant those players can be out on the pitch. Um, but yeah, Lucy, quiet gets the stuff done. Um, the occasional sadness, injury sadness, which is to be expected. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm so glad to see you back on the pitch, um, especially after a knee injury. I think I've got slight favouritism for players who overcome the injuries and get back playing and get back playing well as well.
0: Yeah, indeed, Lucy. I want to quickly um sort of. Rewind back to the Plymouth game. You know, once again, you you played, got an assist. Um, What what was that like playing at home park again and just being part of that big win?
2: Uh, It was a bit of a different experience because last season when I played there, I started the game um, and I didn't really know what to expect. And then this time, obviously, coming back from injury, very competitive squad at the moment. It was such great squad depth. Um, So I was on the bench, um, but I was really excited for it. I was looking forward to it. A nice pitch um, was going to be a good game. Uh, quite a lot of fans as well. I think it was over two thousand, so it was a great occasion. Um, and yeah, I was looking forward to kind of coming off the bench and trying to make an impact. Um, and yeah, I was able to do that, which was I was really pleased with.
0: Yeah, Blue um, Lucy stepped up and took a penalty last last year, so that was uh, that was a big thing. Of course, you're now you're a year older now, Lucy, but that was a that was a big thing, Blue, at the time, wasn't it? Lucy O'Brien stepping up, of course, Paige Beak. Um I don't know if she was still on the pitch at the time or.
1: She
2: yeah, was, yeah. But I think she gave it to you, didn't she, I, I, I asked because oh, okay. <laughs> I won both penalties, yeah. And then obviously we were one falling apart and laughing. I was like, I really want a goal today. So I just asked Paige and she was like, nice enough to let me have it. Yeah, it's always the thing. Go. If
0: you if you win a penalty or, you know, you get fouled, like when is it the right opportunity to go, can I take one? Or even if you're not the set taker, it's, you know, it's, it's a weird one really. I always see that like a player. And even if they're on a hat trick, say if they score two goals in a game, yeah. So they say Lucy, you score scored two already, and you did get fouled. I know you are the penalty taker anyway, but if you, and someone just who's normally the penalty taker, they stepped up and took it. out. I don't know what the what is the situation there. Do you just whoever's just confident at the time?
2: I think for me, it kind of depends on the game situation. I think obviously yeah. the managers have their chosen taker because they have trust in them, and yeah. you know that taker's the taker for a reason. But I think like with Plymouth last year, if we're kind of four a up, why not give someone else a chance?
1: You've seen it in yeah. WSL this season. Uh, I think West Ham earlier on. Um, Alicia, Le- no, not West Ham. What am I talking about? Aston Villa, playing the yeah. same colours. Aston Villa earlier on the season. So, Rach Daly is their penalty taker. And Alicia Lehman stepped up and missed the pen. Um, and Carla Humphrey is, 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 is fuming. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know whether there should be in rule, a rule in football, whether if you win the pen, you have to take it. That would be an interesting rule, I think. It um, that would be uh add, add a bit of spice I'm not sure what you do for handballs and stuff like that but um I wouldn't mind a bit of that
0: I think of course most of the time it is a forward or a winger who gets taken down and you think you should confidently be happy with them taking it but if I don't know defender I don't know some defenders that they can whack it in can't they sometimes I've seen some defenders you know definitely in training just yeah just well in. I can Lisa, Lisa Egan I, I'm confident for her just to well it in she'll go straight down the middle hope for the best boom um, but yeah, normally it is like an attacking midfielder or a, a striker who takes the pens. But but yeah, I think that's just, as, as you said, Lucy, the situation and also just what the manager's choice pretty much. And of course, we'll get on to your penalty shortly. But Blue, um, into that for the third round, beating London Seaward 3-0. Um, overall thoughts before we get into the big talking points?
1: Yeah, I think it's a game we dominated, but expected to dominate it. Um, I think London Seawood never gave up to be fair to them, they really gave us a game until the final minute which I think we appreciated because it's all very well coming up against teams which are lower than you but they or they give up or they sit in but London sort of gave it a go which was good um, and meant that towards the end of the game we could still try and implement um, strategies Joe had worked on on the training pitch so I think it was a good game I'd like to have seen more goals but we're through to the next round and that's that's the most important thing.
0: Definitely. And Lucy, you had the pleasure of warming up outside the ground. What is that like, as always?
2: Um. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I think the first time I stepped on the pitch yesterday was as we were walking out, Um, you know, as a team walking out ready to play the game, which, yeah, is a bit strange because obviously it's quite nice to feel kind of what the surface is like and get get used to kind of how it's going to be in the game. But... um. Yeah, warming up outside, bubbly, not very nice. But um, if it helps preserve the pitch, then it's worth it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think Blue Woods pretty happy because we knew what the forecast was going to be. A lot of rain in the morning. And of course, you know, luckily there's been some money put into the Felixstowe pitch, some drainage, and we got the nice little tweet, a nice little picture from Felixstowe saying, game on. And I'm sure everyone was relieved. And yeah, fair play. The pitch looked okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I sort of had a walk on whilst the players were warming up. Um, and I don't know what technique it's used to drain the pitch, but just stabbing lots of holes. I mean, it would have taken someone a long time to do that. So, yeah, fair play to Felix Stowe. The game was on. Um, I thought the pitch was actually pretty good. The ball rolled nicely. Um, we were we were able to bop it about. So, yeah, I don't mind it. A few slide tackles yeah. coming in. Love it. Yes.
0: A lot, a lot of um, shorts. Just every, I'm um, Lucy. Yeah. I don't know if you can remember, like how how dirty you were, but I'm sure there's just a lot of mud. Um, yeah, I, I don't envy whoever's got to wash those kits because yeah, I'm sure that they're good. at least two, three washes probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, um, Lucy, let's talk about um, the opening start then. A very fast start from us, some chances, and then penalty. Anna gets fouled in the box. You step up. What's sure. What are you thinking when you're taking that penalty? Are you looking in the London Seawood Keeper's eyes, giving them their eyes and going, yeah, I'm going to go there, but you're not going to go there, you're going to go there?
2: No, you know what? I very much focus on myself. Um, I think it's kind of just try and not let them get in our heads. I think it's probably the most kind of the biggest attempts from another team I've had in terms of trying to put me off. I've never really had it before, but as I was, even as the referee was kind of blowing the whistle, their players were like, you're going to miss, she's going to go wide. Oh, don't worry, keeper, it's going wide. And I was standing there like, I've never had that before. So it was quite an experience. But um, yeah, I just focused on myself. I don't even look at the keeper. I have one look at the goal and that's it. And then, yeah, eyes on the ball, deep breaths and then run up and strike it cleanly.
0: Yeah, Blue, was a good pen, wasn't it?
1: Very good pen, never in doubt. I said it on the bench. I was like, oh, as soon as as Anna went down, I was like, Lucy O'Brien, please. And then up you sort of walked. Um, But yeah, never in doubt, calm. And to be fair, the keeper, although she was tiny, she was decent. Yeah, good. Um, I was like, oh, Lucy, just put this in the top half of the goal it was in. But she was very good. So, yeah, fair play.
0: Yeah, because after that, she made some really good saves. You know, Tash had a few chances. Um, so, Peskett, we'll, we'll get on her in a minute. But um, she had a few chances. She had a, had a shot as well. Um, but, yeah, fair play to their keeper. Really did keep it out. And, it, you know, kept the scoreline down to 1-0 in the first half. Um, but let's actually, as we've mentioned, so so Pesca, a first start. Um, I'm sure that was great to see. Quickly, Lucy, you know, what was that like playing with Sophie again in, in the first half?
2: Yeah, I love playing with Sophie. I think she's such a talented player. Um, and I was playing on the same side of her and kind of whenever I got on the ball, I'd look up and she'd be in a pocket or in a great bit of space or looking to make a run. Um, and especially in the position I was playing to have that option every time was really really great um, and yeah it's just great to see her back on the pitch such a great talent
0: Yeah I'm sure oh, for me as a photographer it was great to just capture some pictures of her running down that wing on the ball once again which is good to see and, and Blue I saw you at half time you walked with Sophie and Peskett off the pitch you know can you remember what was sort of said or was it more just is it just for you in-house for you guys or do you want to just share just little bits
1: um, we were just chatting about the game, how it was going, her thoughts. Um, I think sometimes players just need to, after, especially after the first half, you can tell which players who just need to like offload um, their thoughts and get get others' opinions who aren't on the pitch because you get a different view um, and there's less emotion. Um, so, yeah, we were just having a chat about the game and how she thought it was going, how she was feeling. Um, and, yeah, I think sometimes that's all players need. I don't know whether you find that, Lucy, at halftime, you just feel like you need to offload to someone, get their opinion and sometimes not even their opinion, just, just to express emotion. I don't know. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think when you're playing, it's so easy to get caught up in the emotions. And I think to have that step back, to be able to talk about someone who's not so emotionally invested in the game to kind of get their outside perspective, it can really help kind of see the bigger picture because... You know on Sunday we were one nil up at half time we were controlling the game, but I think because we hadn't capitalized on the chances chances we'd created, I think there was a bit of kind of emotion coming into the game, so to kind of get that perspective and just think we need to relax we're winning one nil we're controlling this game. I think yeah that can be really important,
0: yeah, Will I, mean, I was like how are we not like three or four five nil up but um as we said, fair play to London Seawards keeper because she made some really good saves um but we did break their. Defence? That's not the word, is it? I'm gonna go with it though, Blue and Lucy. I'm going with it. But Lucy, second goal of the afternoon and good goal. Good goal. Talk talk us through it.
2: Um yeah, so I'd moved up to a slightly more attacking position because Bonnie had come on. I think I'd only been playing the minute or two. Um and the ball broke loose in midfield. I think it was a turnover of possession. Or well, they they'd just intercepted it and then it broke to Tash, so kind of the game was in transition um, and I had a bit of space so I shouted for the ball and Tash played it to me and I was kind of on the edge of the box and I remember in the first half I'd managed to get on the edge of the box and I tried to beat the player um, but she kind of got a toe to it and I it hadn't I hadn't got past her so this time I had a bit of space and she wasn't closing me down and um, I think I just had eyes for goal because I was on the edge of the box and I've watched it back since and Summer's actually made a great run so I think if it hadn't gone in Summer might have been kind of a bit annoyed as to why I didn't play her in but um yeah fortunately enough I was able to put it in the bottom corner
1: clean strike as well Uh, not a really clean strike it's quite
0: Um, a um, great goal yeah yeah it is someone will get a chance at some stage you'll score our first goal at some stage but um just not not at that moment but um yeah really good goal Lucy and uh blue EK made it 3-0 her um, first goal of the season I was surprised about that actually seeing that stat, I don't know why because she has scored a lot of goals in her career at this date but that was her first goal of the season and uh, another good little finish
1: yeah I'm going to call a small skip because um, the armband doesn't fit uh, but yeah no, it's a really composed finish she's sort of just uh, I mean it's great timing as well with the new flag love the new flags by the way yeah. great graphics um, and yeah just sort of slotted it in the bottom corner and I love an e k celebration absolutely love it um so yeah good from her, and some really good performances all round I think I think stand out for me. uh brazero played really well, yeah um yeah. O'Brien, I really liked you in the four, and then when you moved up, uh, I thought summer had a good game, so that's sort of the youngsters um but yeah, a good game all round from everyone really um and a good decent performance bit more clinicality would be would be the sort of cherry on the on the top, but we'll take it into the next round. I was
0: hoping at well, was one hoping stage we were going to score from a corner because I think I don't know, It's near Nia taking the corners of the course, and it's Megan Waring and then I thought she was yes. gonna, that's what I want. I want a bullet header from somebody and Megan Waring's the perfect player to do that. <laughs> she, she will at she some yeah. point
1: Ross, she will. I think she scores quite a bit for the Academy so hopefully hopefully it'll come through at some point. Definitely.
0: Um of course I want to mention another returning player, Zoe Barrett. Um good to see her back on the pitch, Lucy. Um, of course a player that you know you're close with as well. Um your you know background with MK Dons and everything. But um yeah, good to see her get some minutes and make a return from injury as well.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think it's been difficult for all the injured players. Um and you know, everyone's kind of just waiting for that first game back. Um, but yeah, it's great to see her back and I think the main thing is just kind of get minutes in the tank, enjoy it. Um, and then the form will come with that afterwards. But yeah, it's good to see her back on the pitch.
0: Yeah, I think that's what um, Joe said in his interview as well, just for players, just to enjoy it. You know, definitely players like Zoe Barrett, you know, just her first few little minutes, just to go on that pitch, enjoy it. We've won the game already, we're through to the next round. And I'm sure that's just always the word, just go and enjoy it, you know, when you're returning.
2: Yeah, I think so. Um, sorry. Yeah. Um, I think kind of it's quite easy when you come back to feel a lot of pressure um, because, you know, especially with all the competition in the positions at the moment, I think everyone's kind of just wanting to play as best they can. But I think certainly kind of getting minutes, ticking off the um, the steps to returning properly and the form will come after that.
0: Yeah, now it's like Joe's actually got a lot of options now. He's like, oh, OK, who who am I not going to be starting this week? And uh, of course, it's a great problem to have, but... um... But now, Blue, I'm sure it's, you know, once again, great to see Joe's got his options again.
1: Yeah, I think it's a problem we need to have, to be honest. Um, It's a problem we've missed the sort of first few months of the season. Um, But great to have now and squad depth um, is ever growing, which is good to see. But yeah, like you said, enjoying football is, I think there's a a correlation between enjoying football and playing well. Um, So if you can enjoy football, I think the form comes very quickly after that. So injured players, it's all about physically being ready, enjoying it, and then the form will come. And hopefully we'll see that from the players who have just returned.
0: Okay, then. Brilliant. Um, Any other business from the game? Anything I just want to mention, Lucy, from the game? Any any insight, anything that happened randomly in the game? Um, I think it was one of those, it was a good game to watch. I was was pretty happy with the performance as a a whole. I said, you know, maybe more clinical with our chances, but anything that was said to me, you know, any, any moments that was just where it was just the ball was out of play for a second and someone says something funny? Anything? Test me on memory um, now because this is, this yeah. is Sunday.
2: Um, not that it comes to mind straight away. I don't think so. Just solid performance. And yeah, it's good that we're in the next round now.
0: Indeed. That's what I was waiting for. I was waiting for a nice segue into the draw. <laughs> so thanks for that, Lucy. That's perfect. And uh, Blue, announce, people already know who we've got, but just to sort of build it up, who we got in the third round of the FA Cup?
1: It's the third round of the FA Cup. Portishead Town at home. A home draw, yes. Very happy with that. But yeah, thoughts on on the draw? Start with you, Lucy.
2: Um, yeah, I'm quite happy with it. Um, I was watching it, I was listening to it with my dad. Um and you know the teams are coming out, and I was kind of hoping for a big team, but then at the same time, it's quite nice to get through to the next round. So you know, a not so well-known team is always nice. And yeah, I'm quite I'm happy with the draw, home draw as well, which is great.
0: What are your thoughts, Ross? It's at home, and that is just good. In any, I don't care who it is, just home games always, always. Um, but yeah, team in the division below, of course, the uh, Southern Western. League in the National League, Portishead. Um, So yeah, as I said, home tie always is the winner for me. Um, of course, we could have got a Championship team, which would have been nice, but we can we can leave that for later on, can't we? We can wait until the the quarterfinals again um, to play one of those. Um, but yeah, do you wanna do you wanna talk about some of the key actually, Blue? What, what's your thoughts on it?
1: My thoughts. Well, first of all, I hadn't I hadn't I'm not familiar with them, so I did a bit of research to see where they were. see the eight from the league below. Be Exeter um, to come through two 0 which I think was a good result for them. Um, so that I think a team like that will be hard to break down, um, but one that we're expected to win. So hopefully, fingers crossed. I'm not sure when it's played. It's sometime in December, maybe 11th December, is it? Yeah. Um, but home home draw, home draw is the main thing. Um, but I'll I'll read through some some of the other draws. I think they did have a bit of an issue with. Announcing, um, pulling out Nottingham Forest twice, which people on Twitter are quite angry about. Um, but we'll move past that. Um, so, who have we got? A few of the championship teams pulled at the championship teams as well, which is interesting. Means that sort of lower ranked teams will get through to that fourth round. Um, big one Bristol City, Southampton. That's a big tie. Um, who else have we got? London City, Portsmouth. Um, Burnley Norwich Newcastle I've got Wolves I think that would be a good game yeah. and Newcastle at home so I'll get a big crowd for that I reckon was yeah. it 20,000 I think in their game against Barnsley it was 20,000 I think yeah not? it's a fair play Um, that must be amazing by yeah. the way to walk out to that many people Um, something that I hope we get to experience in the future yep yeah. Um, who else we got? Sheffield United, Nottingham Forest.
0: I Are, you think sure? is... Are you sure? Of... Is that... Are you sure oh, not in front of Who knows? Who knows?
1: <laughs> this is what the graphic says subject to change. Yep. There we go. Um and then yeah, we'll go Crystal Palace versus Watford or Crawley was. I think that'll be a tasty one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just said like there's as you said, there's some championship versus championship sides, a possibility of those getting knocked out early doors and the chance for us and other teams to you know progress is once again to a you know a high high round, you know, quarterfinals last year. year, surely. Semis. Yeah. We
1: have to beat it, don't we, Ross?
0: Got to. Every year we've got to beat the record. Every year. One day. Walking out at Wembley and all that sort of stuff. You know, Joe Joe Sheen in a full suit. I like to see it. That's what we want to see. I don't know. I think he'll be a track suit manager, I think, at Wembley. I think he's as he's as his go to with his with his umbro hat. Yeah.
1: I think he'd have to dust off the suit. Dust yeah. off the suit. Get that Umbro cap on. Lovely. <laughs> yeah,
0: I like it. I like it. That's, I do like the FA Cup. I know we always say this. We always, you know, Lucy will bring you in here as well. I know we always say this about the FA Cup because we've we've got our history with it. But it is just a competition I think everyone just liked. It. Even like in men's football, you know, the magic of the FA Cup. But it's, it's a nice little change from league action. But, of course, you know, it's a nice little... Think about it, you do get some prize money. So that's always happy. Every day that goes to our budget. But yeah, the FA Cup's lovely, isn't
2: it? Yeah, I think so. And I think it's really good to play teams that you wouldn't normally play. Um, You know, you look at last year, we wouldn't have had the opportunity to play Newcastle. We wouldn't have had the opportunity to play West Ham. Um, So it gives you kind of a great opportunity to test yourself against other teams in other leagues that ordinarily you wouldn't get to play. Um, And it creates some really special moments as well, which I'm sure kind of, players and staff and football clubs will cherish for a long time.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm just quickly double-checking. Yeah, Portishead, they're in Somerset. So, I've got a bit of a trip for them to come to the AJ Arena, but I'm sure we'll we'll bring them a nice welcome. But um, little trip for them. And, yeah, yeah, playing the likes of Portishead and those sort of just team, like Newcastle. if we had the opportunity to play Newcastle again this year away, oh, you know, it's a long trip, but having another massive crowd, that would be amazing, I'm sure. Yeah, of course, we want a big crowd at a home game. But to go away from home, all those Geordies on our backs, I'm sure that was a good, you know, you you scored in that game, Lucy. That would be great again.
2: Yeah. And I I remember last year, I can't remember how many it was. Was it 3,500? There was that many fans. And, you know, you think the amount they've got this year, I think it's 25,000, 28,000. It's so many more fans, almost 10 times as many. Um, And the atmosphere was almost too much for me with 3,000. So, it would just be unbelievable to get a fixture like that. So, yeah, hopefully we'll we'll beat head and then we can get a big draw in the next round.
0: Definitely. Bring it on. Well, Blue, it is now time for Lucy O'Brien to shine once again. It's 10 questions feature, very popular feature. Um, and now this could be make or break, Lucy, with some of your answers. <laughs> we shall see. Um, we'll start off with, once again, we always go deep early on just to get, get out of the way. But, um, what has been the one thing you've had to overcome in football so far? Hopefully not other things overcome you, but hopefully you will you're just cruise. I'm digging myself a hole here. <laughs> yeah, what's the one thing you've over- had to overcome so far?
2: um so far. It's not saying so far <laughs> <laughs> um it would have to be probably when I was younger um when I first kind of started going to England camps, I struggled quite a lot with kind of nerves and anxieties and self doubt um and I think I've come a long way since then um. You know, I don't get as nervous. I still get nervous, but I'm able to control it. Um, And if you'd kind of told me when I was 12, 13 years old, some of the stuff I would have done in in the last year, I never would have believed you. So, yeah, it's probably the biggest thing I've had to overcome so far.
0: That's a big thing that blew like nerves and just anxiety and football. You know, I don't know which players was it. I know like the Huddersfield Man City game. I'm sure all the players were nervous for those because you know that that's when you were a lot of the players were 17, 18 years old and definitely playing against Man City, which all sure the nerves were up there.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's a massive thing. I think it's actually one of the biggest performance effectors um, that you sort of overlook. Um, and we're really lucky to have Jack. Who works on that with us if we if we ever need it um but I think those experiences with England um but also the bigger games we have they really build they build a side of you which you don't normally think to develop it's normally technical tactical but actually those skills I think help um in football but also life as well I think they really sort of move across to life and they change you as a person for the for the better and make you deal with pressure situations better so i think they're, although challenging at the time make you a better person for sure
0: definitely and um this is now a very important question blue take it away for lucy to answer
1: what is your ideal meal
2: um i would have to say roast lamb roast potatoes yorkshire puddings and um lot of veg. I really, really enjoy veg with the roast dinner um, and gravy too, of course.
1: What, ve- what veg are we going? And is it? how is the veg cooked as well? Crucial part.
2: Uh, I'll just go bog, bog standard, go boil it. Um, no, Lucy. No, I know. I'd, okay, I'd, I'll, I'll let you
1: choose. I'll let you choose your veg first, sorry.
2: Um, I'd have carrots, broccoli, peas, cauliflower, cabbage. I don't like a parsnip, it's not for me. Oh, okay. Um, okay. but yeah, my dad, my dad, when he cooks dinners, he he I, I think three quarters of the meal is veg. Um he absolutely adores giving me veg for some reason. Um and I used to hate it, but recently I've grown quite fond. Um and now I can't have a roast in without veg. So thanks to my dad for making me healthy.
1: Yes. Fair See, I'm I'm roasted or oh, roast that veg. That's for. Uh, I mean I don't mind some boiled veg. Obviously, there's some things you can't roast really. Yeah. Peas, for example. But roast yeah. roasted cauliflower and roasted Brussels sprouts, game changer for me. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. ro- mm-hmm. well, you say you don't like parsnips, but roasted parsnips, Ooh, they're yeah. there for me.
1: Bit of honey but on top, lovely. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, Lucy, I don't want to once again rubbish some blue's face, but we had a nice little roast dinner in Plymouth. How how was uh how was that? Can you remember?
2: I didn't actually have any. Um, Oh. Yeah, Yeah. I know. I was in the changing room with, I think I was the last one to leave the changing room because, you know, got showered and everything and I like to take my time. Um, And then by the time we got up there, there was no meat left. Um, And I just, I wasn't in the mood to just have potatoes. So I just Veg, you
0: know, you're like a veg now. You can just add all veg. I could have
2: just had a plate. They had no gravy either. So I think it would have just been a a plate of potatoes and vegetables, which I wasn't too keen on. (laughs)
1: No. So the reason you didn't have a roast dinner is because Ross was chopping his face. Okay.
0: Yeah, I probably had it all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, priorities and all that. Uh, when I heard, when I heard there's a roast dinner, I, just, I was straight there. I I just went, move out of the way. Even, even the Plymouth Flyers get out of the way. Um, but no, that was that's, that's gonna be hard to beat. That it's gonna be hard to beat. But we'll see um, for the next games. Um, question number three, Lucy: Dream holiday, or what is a one of your Favorite holidays
2: you've done so far? Um, my favorite holiday so far is seeing my family in Guernsey. Um, or my mum's side of my family live in Guernsey. Um, so we visit them quite often, and I, I love Guernsey. I think one day I'd like to live there. Um, but yeah, I love visiting them. And then my dream holiday is a bit different, but it's probably I would love to have a holiday home in the Alps somewhere. Um, a nice kind of a chalet in in the mountains um I'd love to go there with my family and have kind of a few weeks skiing there kind of really enjoying the um the chalet life or maybe to be fair I was talking with my dad the other day um and I think I think I'd really enjoy heli skiing in somewhere like Alaska or Canada or something you know where you get a helicopter and then you ski off piste I think that would be an unbelievable holiday I have seen videos I have
1: seen videos of you skiing Lucy on YouTube
2: yeah, I, um, I did I one. Showing. Yeah, I did one for um for my GCSE. It was one of the sports I chose, so I had to construct a little video of um of me skiing. I
0: like it. I like it. Are you are you more of a, a cold sort of person? You like to go to cold places more?
2: Um, not really. I, I mean, I like hot and cold holidays both the yeah. same. I just think skiing is. I love skiing so much.
0: Yeah. What What are you um What are you getting getting in Guernsey then? What's Have you been to Guernsey, Blue? Never. What, 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 give us a little, little quick recap of Guernsey. What, what are you getting?
2: Um, I mean, it's very small. It's probably half an hour from one end of the island to the other. Um, lots of beaches, but I think the main thing is just my family. And my mum grew up there. My mum lived there from when she was probably four years old to when she was eighteen. Um, so it's her home. Uh, and then it's just it's kind of like a second home. You know, all my family's out there, and we go there kind of once once a year. So yeah, I just love visiting.
0: I'm definitely going to put it on my list. It's definitely a a place I've always been interested in. And um, it's not not too far away. I can't speak. Not too far away either, is it?
2: No, um... during pre-season, actually, because it was a family holiday, but I missed it because of pre-season. And I hopped on a flight, I think. We played Wimbledon on the Saturday. I flew over Sunday morning. It's a 45-minute flight. Um, I got two days with my family and then flew back ready for training on the Tuesday. So it's very easy to just kind of have a weekend over there as well, which is lovely.
0: Nice. I like it. I like it. Up next, Blue.
1: Which other sport do you enjoy? Now, I know there's a few here.
2: (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, when I was younger, I played every sport at my school. um, My PE teacher kind of just put me into everything because I was was athletic. Um, But skiing is up there for sport I enjoy doing. Um, And then in terms of sports I enjoy watching, I would honestly watch any sport, I think, Football, tennis, rugby, American football, uh, darts, I'll even watch, F1. If so if there's sport on the TV, I will probably be watching it.
1: Definitely. Lucy is my F1 guru. So when the F1 season's on, if I need to catch up on anything, she's got all the facts, like every fact you could ever think of. I love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> there's a few of us, actually, F1 club.
0: There is. there is, a, You like American football as well, don't you, as well? You know, I yeah. normally hear Kieran at the back because he's got, he's got it at front of the coach, red zone on, and he normally, what are you thinking, OB? You know, what, what are you thinking? So, um, and of course, Joe and the, the manager, he, he likes it as well. He loves it. They're both at the front watching it. And I think on the coach, Maria Boswell was trying to learn it, EK as well. So yeah. um, they're trying to push over there, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> It's a sport you really need to really, you know, put some time into it. I've tried, but I think I think Kieran's failed. I yeah, I just don't just I don't mind it, but anyway, going down a road oh we don't need to go down right now. Um <laughs> next question, Lucio if you could have a superpower, what would it be?
2: Um I I'd love to say something quite out there, but I think it would just have to be teleportation. I think the amount of times I've been sat in a car on the way to a football match or on the way to training I've just Zoe and I have said to each other how great it would be to just teleport there. I think it would make my life so much easier. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm thinking blue as well. I don't, I don't know if we should think too much into this question, but like, if you could have this power, like, what sort of what would be your kryptonite? Like, you know, what would be it? Like, so if you had a te- teleport, what would be the thing that would stop you to teleport? I'm just yeah, I'm probably yeah. thinking too much, but that's a good. It's yeah, a good thing to think about because you've got to have a bit of kryptonite. You can't just teleport all the time. You need to yeah. like your power made you know less than through, through the time you maybe could only use it a few you know a few times a year a few times a, a week whatever maybe mm,
1: yeah yeah that's an interesting one i think another one that's just popped into my head would be instant food so like you'd click your fingers and instantly you'd have the food you wanted there yeah i mean i do enjoy cooking but instant food would also be a good one i think i'd still choose teleportation so come on <laughs> Definitely. but anyway better. we'll move on to the next one If you were stuck on a desert island with three teammates, which would you choose to be with?
2: This is a difficult question, you know. I think there's probably quite a few that I could quite happily be on a desert island with. And I think there's probably some who wouldn't put up with me for that long, um, (laughs) rather (laughs) than the other way around. Um, I'd say probably Zoe, I think, because we spend so much time together anyway, travelling to and from training. And we have quite a lot of common interests in terms of F1, cricket, football. I feel like we could just talk for hours. Um, so that'd be a great source of entertainment. Um, I think there's quite a few players in the team that would just entertain me for hours on end. I think Biggs, me and her, if she, she could teach me how to dance, that would be a good way to spend the time. Um, and then, yeah, probably you, Blue, for the uh, intelligent chats that we could have, fill the time quite nicely, I reckon.
1: We go. I'm happy
0: with that Ross has been all cool intelligent. I'm happy. Yeah, I think yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll you'll check. Send her a check or when you see in training, you'll uh, give the check. You know, yeah. Do a little cheeky fiver. There we go. But no, good cho- good choices. Very good choices, Lucio. Um, next question is on what's on your bucket list of things you want to achieve in life and football. Take away.
2: Um, I think with regards to football, it's probably just get as far as I can, as high as I can up kind of the football pyramid. Um, Obviously, WSL would be amazing, um, playing for a top team. And then, you know, internationally, major tournament. That's the dream, realistically. Um, And then I think in terms of life, I've always wanted to see the Northern Lights. I think that's one thing that would be incredible. I think, you know, space and the night sky fascinates me anyway. So I think seeing the Northern Lights would be incredible. And then I have always wanted to be fluent in another language. I think, Mm. I reckon one day I might take night classes or something and really brush up on my French from what I can remember from GCSE. And yeah, maybe one day I'll be fluent in French.
0: Good answer. Yeah, that's one thing I want to do. I want to be fluent in a language. Like Italian should be what I should be because I've got family. But I'm just, I want to say I'm lazy. I just, I don't get it. I just don't, I, I don't know. There's just certain words. I'm like, how do you say that? Like, I just, I don't know. I can say certain words, but it's just put in a sentence, and I just, I just can't do it. Blue, can you speak any languages, or are you no, learning? I, was, I
1: wasn't great at languages at school. I mean, I yeah. got through it because I had to, but I feel like if, if you're not surrounded by every day, it's so hard. But I know you're yeah. a big fan of Duolingo, Lucy. How long is the streak? Is it still going?
2: Uh, Spanish I'm doing on Duolingo. I think it's 960 odd days or something. Oh. Coming up That's to a thousand. I started it in lockdown with my brother. He just said to me, he turned around and was like, should we learn Spanish? Um, I was like, yeah, why not? Um, still going strong.
0: Yeah, that, that should have been a lockdown thing, really. I should have done. I think everyone should have done. There's one thing in lockdown, you, should, you just learn learn new skill, learn whatever, and maybe language should have been up there. But yeah, one day, you never know, Blue, I could start this podcast with a, just in full Italian. And then, yeah, of course, you I'm won't understand family. what's saying. I wonder yeah. how many takes that would take. Jesus. <laughs> few, yeah, few. Chow. That's not. That's not me ending the podcast because Chow is also <laughs> bye. Uh, we are carrying on with the next question, Blue. So over to you.
1: Um, so the next one. What is the one item you can't live without?
2: Um, I had a good old think about this. You know, I'm not. I think there's quite a few things that my life would be significantly more challenging without it. Um, my car being one. But I think the one item which I take with me everywhere would have to be my water bottle. It's always with me when I'm sitting on the sofa. If I'm in the lounge, it's kind of next to me so I can stay hydrated. I take it up to bed, sit it on the bedside table. Um, so if I'm ever thirsty in the, in the night, it's there. Take it with me to training. Um, so, yeah, I think my water bottle.
0: Practical. Or if someone said that as well, Was it, I think it was Megan Waring, I think. Oh, no, 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 Nicola. Ah,
2: Nicola. there we go. yeah.
0: So, because it is, yeah, practical. You know, you can, once again, you can put whatever you want eh, eh, right there. If you're watching on video, just had a sip, boom, <laughs> keep hydrated as always. Um, yeah, I like that. Because, yeah, you've got to be practical with one item. So, great. Next question. Is this, you know, I think it's the right one. it What is the song you've got on repeat at the moment? Um,
2: I tell you what, my music taste is very random. Um I have a bit of everything on there. Um I'm especially fond of kind of old songs that my mum likes, which um is a bit controversial, I think. Um and my brother will tell you, it's probably the thing that drives him mad about me the most, makes him most annoyed. Um I kind of I'll hear a song and I'll really enjoy it and I'll play it for a week or two and then I'll get sick of it and I'll move on to the next one. I won't play it again for months. Um and it drives my brother crazy. But at the moment, it has to be the Christmas songs. They're coming out. It's a bit early.
0: Um, but yeah,
2: you know what? I'm just really feeling the need to be festive at the moment. Um, so yeah, the Christmas songs have come out.
0: Mm. Now, last week in Plymouth, in the um, Home and the Food, there was Christmas songs. I was like, this is too early. And I think it is still early. I know it's 28th. Like, I will admit, I have got a Christmas tree out now at home. Not, not I didn't. I didn't put it up. You know, my missus put it up, so you know, she, she, you know, it was her in charge of her. But um, if I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a Grinch, but I'm not that fussed, to be honest. I'm just on there just for the Christmas dinner, and you know, whatever. But um, Christmas songs, you know, take it or leave it. Blue, what's your, you, you, you went, mm, you were questioning that.
1: No, I'm not, I'm not a Christmas song person. Sadly, it's just, yeah, even even when it's close to Christmas, just not a Christmas song person. I don't know why. I don't know why. That's
0: the Grinch. Yeah. I know. Once again, I like Last Christmas by Wham. That's always, I always put that on. It's always a good classic, and there's other ones out there, of course. Who's um? Because you you travel with, you know, you're saying Zoe Barrett to train and Like, who's in charge of the music? Do, you know, is there been any arguments? Like, oh, what are you plan this for? What are you plan <laughs> uh, this Christmas song? It's it's July.
2: <laughs> no, I'll be honest. We we listen to the radio. uh We yeah. don't put the orcs in, but um. We we have been recently, I think it was a week or two ago, Hart hadn't started playing Christmas songs yet, and we were both like, Where are the Christmas songs? So yeah, whenever a Christmas song's on, I think we're both smiling.
0: And of course, ideally you'll also listen to the the Girls talk. Um when, when you know when you're not on, of course. Of course. Um of course. But um but yeah, that's always up there, of course. Um now Blue, make a break moment now. Um we've had some interesting answers to this one. Take it away, let's see.
1: I'm unsure which way this is going to go and I know that it's not it might be a controversial question for you as well Lucy but pineapple on pizza
2: yes or no um I feel very strongly about this and I have to say absolutely not (laughs)
0: love that love that um yeah tell tell Blue why she's so wrong for having pineapple on pizza take away
2: it just shouldn't be on there. It's a fruit. I don't know. I don't know what the big thing about pineapple on pizza is. It's, it's just not for me. Do you do you eat
1: salt, uh, sweet and salty popcorn?
2: Yeah, but I prefer sweet popcorn on its own.
0: Complex. That's my point
1: gone.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then once again, this this question has been controversial since we've brought it on, really, um, because once again, some people have said, "Oh, you know, I don't mind it." but rather not like pescat went that's her first choice for topping which is just unbelievable from her unbelievable i thought she was just doing that just to sound controversial but
1: it doesn't it doesn't shock me actually it really doesn't
0: but i'm i'm proud of you lucio very proud um thanks for that (laughs) um so yeah that's a great way to end 10 questions with because uh blue i've got another member of the no pineapple crew so uh I, don't know. I think you're still leading. I think you you were taking a massive lead, but I've brought it back just a little bit. But uh, I've still got a few more. I've got. We have to make a list actually of all the players. Ooh. I think has, I think I started strong, and then you came on the last four weeks, and then yeah. But um, I'm trying to think now. Top of my head, I think Nicola was on your team. Um, I'm trying to think, Ek. What does Ek say? Megan we'll was
1: on my list. team. Ek yeah. was in the middle, but. Well Once yes. again,
0: yeah. I think Nia, Nia Evans, I think she was on my team. I think yeah, up, Nia Evans. I think she was the first one actually. Well,
1: maybe it's closer than
0: we think. Actually, I think it's only me, Lucio, and uh, Nia. I think it's only us three. So, but I'm sure we'll grow up about it back. We'll have loads of different guests on the podcast, later, and gentlemen. So we'll, we'll find out at the end of the season. We'll see which players are on which team on pineapple and Pizza. But um, there we go. Um, well, to round off the podcast, we're going to have a look back at November as a whole. It's been a bit of a cup month, a lot of cups. Um, of course, we got knocked out on the 4 Cup, first of all, against Hashtag 2-0 defeat. Then we started the FA Cup journey with a 7-0 win against Luton Town. Then a long trip to Plymouth, back in league action, a 5-0 win there. And of course, London Seawood winning there against them 3-0 in the FA Cup, second round. Blue as a whole. How would you look back at November? Started off not great, but ended with uh, some good wins.
1: Yeah, so in total scored 15, conceded only two, so not a bad ratio. Um, but like you said, it's, a, it's been a cup month, which I don't I don't mind. I do like a cup every now and then. Um, but yeah, I think we're growing. Um, we've seen improvement, which is good, um, especially from the start of the month. And hopefully that continues into December We'll have a bit
0: more cup and hopefully some league action too. Sorry, I just went off my page. I was looking for a stat. I'm sorry, sorry. Bit of silence there. Um, I was just looking for Lucio. Like, did, Was it your first game back against Hashtag or am I got that wrong?
2: It was my second. I came on against MKD on the week prior.
0: Yes, of course you did. Of course you did. Um, but you played against Hashtag in November. Of course, wasn't a great day. But... Um, how would you look back at the month as a whole in terms of you know you, yourself getting minutes again, you know two goals and assist end the month? I'm sure that's um happy for you?
2: Yeah, I think you know it's always hard coming back from injury. I think it's kind of been a month of reestablishing my my um kind of football, getting back into it, getting some minutes in the tank um and yeah, I think it's kind of been an upwards trajectory started off not great um but finishing on a high with a goal and two goals and an assist.
0: Indeed, and I want to I want to give a shout out to some players as well who's had a good month. You know Anna Gray, been scoring goals, getting assists as well, um, and I'm sure Sarah Contra as well been happy with some clean sheets because we we was conceding goals to start the season, but the last few games, nice clean sheets, and that's good for the defense. Um, once again, good seeing Megan wearing the Evans play week in week out, and everyone just getting minutes, which is good to see, you, Blue. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, I think Boz sprung to mind as well she's we haven't really mentioned her but in her sort of new role she's done really well um but yeah i think i think we're looking good i think um the squad is building as we said earlier with injuries coming back which i think is the main thing to be honest um and hopefully we'll finish off before christmas on a high um and then sort of get to the business end of the season.
0: Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Bob as well. Yeah, once again, she's been a, another consistent performer. Um, of course, she scored against Luton, of course. And um, it's good that we've been able to spread the goals about. And yes, it's a good thing for us as well, not just relying on a few players. Everyone's sort of scoring. And now you're you're adding goals to your game as well. You, you were before, but for you to come back into the team and score two goals, you know, EK with her first goal, I'm sure for the whole squad, it's just good. Everyone's sort of chipping in if different positions.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I think our formation... The, the way we play kind of allows that. It's quite similar to the men and you see a lot of goals come from different positions with the men as well. Um, and yeah, I think the position allows different players to get forwards, different players to kind of be in and around the box. Um, and it's it's really good for the strikers as well to not have the pressure of having to score, but knowing that goals can come from other positions as well.
0: Definitely. Oh, Blue, any other business? Anything else we should mention that we've not mentioned um of course we've got a, a you know busy end to the season of course or end of the year um it's mad to think 2022 is nearly done already which is just scary. crazy that scary, is scary. scary 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 um but yeah any other business
1: i don't think so anything from you lucy before i round
2: up no i don't think so well, well
1: thank you very much thank you very much lucy for joining um you've been a great guest as usual um ross thanks again for your time thanks to you listeners for listening along to us um i hope you've got to this point it's been quite a long pod um but yeah once again a massive thanks to you, all of you who came to felixstowe um even in the weather and maybe a double header um but it's great to see the support Um, I I like that I like that yeah that's That's good wasn't it off the cuff off the cuff but we'll catch you again and once again thanks for listening
2: from true crime to football Brexit to Popeful more great podcasts from Archon head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archon